Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Jeanette Avery, and I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicament Blog Talk Radio. I'm trying to use my phone, and it wasn't on speakerphone now yet. Okay, so I just want to make sure that it's on speakerphone because it wasn't on speakerphone earlier, and I wasn't able to hear myself. So I want to first thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me this morning, giving me the activities of my limbs, and I also want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Now, yesterday was Mother's Day, and in honor of Mother's Day, many individuals did different things to celebrate Mother's Day. We celebrated Mother's Day in a variety of ways, and by doing such, some individuals may mother or may be mothers-to-be. Some individuals basically may be stepmothers, foster mothers, grandmothers, aunties, uncles. We all play a role in regards to how we may be nurturing or feeding into the life of another. And Mother's Day is the day that most individuals go back and give their gratitude and say, I appreciate you, I love you. Thank you for being there for me, and that's their way of doing such. But I want to say this. This day should not just be one particular day. This should be a day to where a time where we should practice honoring our mothers, especially if our mothers are still alive. Sometimes you don't miss something until it's gone. Now, I didn't post pictures of my mother. I didn't post pictures of my grandmother. I didn't post me going to the cemetery because I was kind of feeling some kind of way yesterday because I'm tired of going to the cemetery to have to go visit my mother. I really am. But I want to say that the show, Precious Predicaments, was designed for my mother because Precious was my mother's nickname, and that's my way of giving back. So today I'm going to be talking about her, honoring her, and those of you that want to join in on a conversation and share about honoring your mother, because i got some stuff I want to talk about. We're going to do this. So let me log on my first caller. Is, is it me, Jeanette? Hello, Ms. Sean. How are you doing? Hi. Hi. Thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. And I want to say happy Mother's Day. You know, Mother's Day is one of those days, and some individuals celebrated Mother's Day on May the 10th. They did Mexican Mother's Day, depending on your culture. Some individuals may have had toxic relationships with their mother. Some individuals may not even know who their mother is because they could have been adopted and foster care, whatever the case may be, or have some type of resentment, or may have reconciliated the relationship with their mother. Some may have not. Some mothers have passed on. But, Sean, what did you do for Mother's Day yesterday? Well, we started out, um, myself and, um, well, my granddaughter. I can't say my grandkids, but my granddaughter, we said and we made candles plus other mothers to give out to, you know, my family and very close friends. Then we, of course, we went to the cemetery to um, plant a plant um, in, on my mother's grave. And, we, you know, we always go and sit and, and, you know, just have some good times. And we play music and we joke around. For a couple of hours, and then um, the evening we all went to the adult thirty-one over twenty-one went to a place called Pharaoh's um, Karaoke. 
to this. We always, mm-hmm. we always do something as all the mothers, either in my family or family and friends. Mm-hmm. So we just had a good time. We really had we really had a good time yesterday. Just celebrating. You know, because I am my mother's been deceased for fifteen years. And, you know, I would go to the cemetery every year, take pictures of my of me there and take pictures of me by my mother's grave, take pictures by my grandmother's grave. First of all, my health's been kind of and thank you very much because I'm feeling much better. So <laughs> I, I am walking now. So Man, I just I'm, wasn't I'm glad. feeling it. I just wasn't feeling it this year. And, you know, and I made some phone calls, and I know people's phone, uh, Facebook feed was blowing up, um, Instagram, Twitter, all of this stuff. But when we really get down to the crooks of it and we start talking about honoring our mothers, Sometimes, even if those of us whose mothers is still alive may not know, how do we honor our mother? Sometimes we don't think our parents will ever leave us. My mother used to say to us, or say to me and my sisters, one of these days, I'm not going to be here for y'all to visit on Mother's Day. One of these days, and we'd be like, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. But do you know that on Mother's Day is a day when the churches are full, the full, and the cemeteries are full? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm usually at church. Actually, it changed for me when my mother passed. I never missed a Mother's Day in church. Now it does feel funny because actually in these two years, and which is three Mother's Day, I've been at the cemetery all three years. Mm-hmm. So it's different. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, it, yeah. And, and it's crazy that I never went to the cemetery before my mother passed. Mm-hmm. And the thing is is this, when we talk about honoring our mothers, I did a lot of honoring of my mother while she was alive, you know, for Mother's Mm -hmm. Day, for birthdays, for, you know, different events. And even though I put on the greeting and I said, you know, that basically yesterday many individuals celebrated Mother's Day, such as a day for mothers as well as mothers to be honored by others, and such could also be a sad day for individuals whose mothers are no longer living or they may perhaps be in a bad relationship with their mothers. And I ask the question, how did you honor your mother on Mother's Day or how did you spend your day? You know, I spent my day with Jerome cooking breakfast, dinner, Tisha was here, Reggie was here. Reggie ain't no big gift giver. But Saturday we went out and we went to the park and played dominoes and, you know, Sunday we had a good time. Ryder was always the life of the party, so we had a good time. And I appreciated my two adult children being here. You know, they were mm-hmm. sleeping in their old bedrooms that they grew up in, and it felt good to have them here. But I was still kind of in a, I don't want to say a faint mood, but I was still feeling kind of some way that I really didn't know what it was about, you know, and even though I was getting phone calls, text messages from old boyfriends and ex-husbands mm-hmm. and, you know, all this other stuff, and that's just their way. But it's like, why don't we people know how we feel more often just one day? That's the part that gets me. You know, why don't we just tell people, I appreciate you? 
You know, I didn't get a chance to call Ms. Park, but I did call Mother Stale because I still have mothers that have poured into my life in a lot of ways, and I appreciate them, and I quite often let them know that I appreciate them. What is your, your thought about that? I don't know. When it comes to honoring, like you said, um, you know, of course, my motto is I think you should honor your mother while she's still here. But when she's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's a different story. But while they're still here, I, I, yeah, I think it do. I, I think it does need to more be more um, give them your time on other days besides Mother's Day, but at least Mother's Day, at least give her that day. Give her that day of showing, you know, you know, showing that you are appreciative for getting here, no matter what relationship you have. Because you know, my man, my mom argued like cats and dogs, twenty four seven. But at at the same time, that was, she was truly my best friend. And my oldest daughter, she hates to hear that. She's like, I never say, Mom, you're my best friend because you're not my friend. You're my mom. And she, she, that's, that's just the way she is. That you know, but really, my mother was my best friend, arguing or not. So I, I, I feel like you should honor them on uh, more days than just once a year or twice a year, because of course you know you always say mm-hmm. their birthday. But you mm-hmm. got You should appreciate your mother, for the, mother, for the simple reason you couldn't have got here without her. Mm-hmm. And for no other reason but that you couldn't have gotten here without right. her. So you owe them that much, and that don't mean spending money. That means your time and your heart and some of your energy. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not all about what you buy. It's the time that you give. I right. believe that. Like you said, Reggie's not a gift giver, no. But if he just bought you a gift, I don't think you would really feel it because you know that's not something he does. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, and when we you, you feel more these, from it from the time. And when we talk about these things, Sean, like I said, a lot of times people don't know how because sometimes we take people for granted. Sometimes we we think people are going to be there forever. They're not going to always be there forever. They're not going to, and and that's where it becomes a problem. That's where it becomes a problem. Now, I'm looking at something, and it talks about four ways to honor your mother. And what it says, and this is actually, and I'm reading it, is coming from Mission Hill Church, and they talk about this weekend, we'll honor mothers and all that they contribute to making this world a better place. Because mothers do a lot. Now, I'm not saying that there's a perfect mother out there because nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes, and I'm going to get into what I ask my kids and people when I, you know, to describe their mothers in one word and say what Mr. Ryan said about me. But when we start talking about these things and, you know, you can either go buy a car, you can go buy flowers, you could just show your appreciation. For One of the things me and Keisha did was we went and got our feet done. I got my eyebrows like, girl, we got treated so bad at the nail shop, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, did not come out in me. The what? I said, Bliss and I did the same thing. Not the, no, not the day before. I'm sorry. On um, Thursday, because uh, Friday mm-hmm. she worked and Saturday they was out with the, with the um, stepdaughter, her stepdaughter for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And, we did the same and see, thing the goal was actually 
The goal was actually to go get our feet done and then go get a massage. That was our goal. But after getting oh, our feet yeah. done, I was so frustrated. I didn't want to be bothered with nobody else. I said, uh-uh, this was just total mistreatment. How dare them treat me? He kind of messed up my job. So, but when we start talking about these things, and for all that she's done, and we talk about the 10th commandment and then repeat it in Ephesians 6 where Paul reminds us, and the first commandment was a promise that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life so on earth so that some are ways we honor our mothers, not just for one day, but as part of our lives and obedience to Jesus. We're supposed to honor thy mother. And thy father, and a lot of times we don't do that. Now, these are some of the things that they talk about. I want to go over this. Thank her. You know, mothering can be nearly a thankless job. This title reprieves from the linear task to accomplish lessons to teach. And things to, you know, clean, cook, you know, all the stuff that mothers do. Girl, you know when my arthritis, uh, what was it, I called writer to do something. Writer said, Granny, you better not be calling me to wipe your butt. I mean, I like your book. I like your book. Where is that caller calling in? I'm going to call it. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious. You can you Can you hear me? Okay. This is Joe. I was on your show when you had, when you had a show about the wrongfully convicted, and, I, was, uh, okay. and I told you, mm-hmm. remember? Okay. Yeah, I did. I did. And, and I was going to tell you when I had my show on. My show is going to be on coming this Wednesday at nine o'clock, and I want you to be there. But I have to tell you, yeah, Wednesday nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's only an hour show, okay. right? So nine p.m. Nine p.m. Okay, 9 p.m. Eastern is actually 7 p.m. Pacific. It's uh, 6 p.m. Pacific. Okay, six or three hours. Okay, so three hours. Okay, I'm like, this is going to be cute. Okay, so 6 p.m. on Wednesday. Okay, got you. Okay, so just send me the contact information, and I will make some arrangements to, um, to do such. So Wednesday, 6 p.m. Okay, sure. Okay, no problem. And then let me know what the topic and all that stuff is. No problem. So today we're talking about honoring our mothers is what we're talking about. And how did you honor mother, your mother on Mother's Day? And one of the things that we're talking about when we talk about honoring, we don't know how to teach kids how to honor our parents, their parents. We don't. You know, in school they have to make little cards, make little hands, put little beads, put little... You know, I remember the little fruit loop little things of Shaw, and when I got older, I started eating the little fruit loop things off the paper. You know, so we did those things. So now, what are some of the ways that you can thank your mother for some of the things that she did? Because, you know, my mother was in the money, so I would give her money. My mother liked crystal. I gave her crystal. But it wasn't something that I just did on Mother's Day. I did it quite frequently. Hey, Liddell, I see you out there. But what are some of the ways that your kids now show that they show their appreciation by thanking you? John? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were talking to Joe. Um, 
I don't. I think it's just their time because they just they pretty much times make make sure we're together. And mm-hmm. I think now since my mother is not around, they try to be there for me on Mother's Day for that reason. Not not saying that they weren't always, but now it's more support. So I think that is honoring that they're just trying to look out for me, making sure that I'm okay, you know, because they know I, it's been a hard couple of years. Mm-hmm. So that's what for me right now at this time. It's just trying to, okay. you know, try to make sure that, yeah. Even the grandkids, okay. same thing. Yeah, the grandkids okay. are pretty much the all the ones that's old enough to know I'm, I'm going to say. But right now and you know what? Important. And the thing is because just to say a simple, I thank you, know, a simple just thank you, some people don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. So I agree. How, did you show that how, how did you show your mother your thing? Me? Well, you know, it, it, my mother was hard with Jeanette. You knew that, though. My mother was oh, hard, so um, I think the only thing, and it's sad to say, that really made her feel like she was honored at that, you know, last part of her life, I want to say, was literally taking over and taking responsibility for her house. I mm-hmm. really believe it. Uh, she, it. And it's not the fact that it was, you know, Anything that I, I did to it or the restore of it, it was, the, you know, just showing her that I cared about it as much as she did. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, you know, she was so hard and she she had that stern way. We gave her, the, oddly, the 70th birthday party, and she seemed like she was so happy about that. But it was because everyone that she had raised, not just her kids, everybody got mm-hmm. up there and talked about what a what mm-hmm. what, uh, what they saw in her that was you know, such a um she was such a role model effort getting up and going to work. Everybody that got up there said, you know, you are that person that taught us and those literally the things that made her understand exactly the way we felt about her. It honored her. That it, it truly mm-hmm. did. It let her know that we see, we saw the hard worker you were, and everybody mm-hmm. appreciated that about her. So I think that's it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's literally what we showed. We in her last year. That's sad that it took that long, but that it took till that last year for her to see how much mm-hmm. we cared about her, how much we appreciated the fact that we had a a, a, a role model that was a woman that literally went to work every day, no matter what rain, sleep, snow, or otherwise. And she's mm-hmm. so appreciative. And you know what? And the thing is, I'm glad that I went to her party. I, mm-hmm. I am. And uh-huh. I appreciated her. And I remember one time we went to church, and we were sitting next to each other. I was sitting next to, to you. I don't even know what I was at the church for. Was it was, was it a school funeral? It was we was at church. Well, it might have been for a funeral, but so I know we we planned a couple of um, 
for things for church when when it came and to friends did, and family. And we also did some of the friends and family things. Yeah. So uh-huh. at church. The point that I'm trying to make is, and with that is, when you tell somebody thank you, sometimes they don't mm-hmm. even know what you're saying thank you for. Just thank you for being right. you. Thank you for being uh-huh. that mother in the neighborhood that was watching over the, all of the other kids. Thank you for being mm-hmm. that mother, like when, when people were talking about Sue at her birthday party, how she opened the doors to kids that didn't have places to stay, but taught them how to be yeah. responsible by letting them know you ain't stay here for free, but by that same token, yeah. you go get up, you go clean up, you go to church, you go da 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 Because sometimes with a mother, a mother will mother people who are not their children, but teach them and show them that they are loved. And sometimes mm-hmm. all they want to know or do, or your best thing is to do is to just say, I appreciate you. Yeah. I appreciate and, you. And, you know, and I was on, um, mm-hmm. I was on Facebook the other day and I saw a picture of my goddaughter with Kelly. And uh-huh. I was looking at it and I said, she didn't even call me for Mother's Day. thought about mm-hmm. all the years when Felicia was younger, all the time we spent together, all the things we did, all the you know, from pretty much birth to she probably was almost 10 years old, you know, but just being a part of somebody's life, you, you just you just never know. Another thing yeah. that I just want to thank her is, hmm? I was getting ready to say, Would because you, you made that um, example, it, it reminded me, my, my godson, his birthday is September, and um, he's such a good dad. I mean, don't get me wrong, he has quite a few kids by two separate mm-hmm. mothers, and he literally takes care of all of those kids. When I say literally, full great father. And I, he was working all the way in Florida, I think it was. And I was like, I was so proud of him for, you know, going way over there to work. And it was the bad weather. I don't know if you remember back in September out there in Florida, they was, I think it was a tornado, come watch or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, oh, my son over there and all of that. So I, I made sure I, um, I I went and got him, I think, a gift card or something just for him. Because you know mm-hmm. how you, when kids are grown and they're your kids or your, your godchildren, you tend to, you know, you just tend to um, forget about them and start buying for their kids. So I made sure mm-hmm. I got him a nice gift card and I mailed it to him. And I'm like, you know, I hope he get it when he come back. Well, it, it was like a week or so later before he got back after the car had came. And he called me early that Saturday morning, and he was like, Mom. And I said, Hi, baby, you, how you doing? I was been worried about you. He was like, I know. He said, You know what? I just called to say I love you because he was like, You did something that too many people don't do for me. He was like, You literally bought something and sent it for me. He said, It ain't even the fact that you bought something. It was the fact that it was literally for me. And I said, oh, I said, that's good. I'm glad you, uh, I'm really glad that affected you that way. But I was like, I just wanted mm-hmm. you to know that I see, I see you. You hardworking, baby, mm-hmm. good. And I just wanted you to, to know that somebody is watching and see what, you know, your time that you're putting in to be a young man. So like you said, it mm-hmm. takes you, without, you know, you just to make a person, just to make a person feel better, better about themselves. And although I made him feel good about himself, him calling me just to, to mm-hmm. you know to show how much he appreciated that that was a, that was enough right there. Just like you said, just a call. 
That's yes, your call. You and know. the next one is to serve her. You know, maybe you can make plans or making them breakfast or doing things, but to serve your mother, to serve her. A lot of times mm-hmm. we think, oh, how do you give a person something that has everything? You just be a service just to show up, take them shopping. I used to love going shopping with my mother just about three clothes. You know, she would take me to that store right there on Wilmington that was by Food for Less. Girl, when I was uh-huh. shopping my clothes, people thought my dresses were, were $100, $200 dresses. Girl, I've been paid $35 for that dress. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I missed that this. store. <laughs> And I would be dressed to kill because my mother knew how to bargain shop. And she, you know, Jean was classy, very classy in <laughs> that. So she had me buy, oh, girl, I just don't do the church hats, you know. But we would go shopping, and she would show me how to buy clothes to make my clothes look like I had something. And she'll make something out of nothing. So that's another thing. Serve her. You know, cook for her. Do things for her. When my mother was dying of cancer, she would call me, I sure would like some neck bones. You know, good and well, we ain't got no <laughs> neck bones in no shoes. <laughs> you know, I got to go 84 miles to drive to Compton to make some neck bones, but I would do it. I would do it. Mm-hmm. And then she wouldn't even eat it. Then I'd get mad, you know. But to serve her. And sometimes we get frustrated, especially when our parents start aging. We gotta have yes, some patience. We gotta have patience. That's, and that's I huge. And that's so sad. I hate to say that, but I didn't because it's I sad. Girl, I struggle with that. Oh, you, know, you know how you say you mm-hmm. love to shop with Jean, and that was the way it was with mm-hmm. Sue. But when she got older. And she wasn't all that old, but she was old enough where she had got a lot meaner. And when it was time to go shopping and everything, she didn't want to go anymore for some reason. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I missed it before she died. I missed it because she had changed. She didn't go Mm -hmm. like she used to. So we would would do these things. It had changed for my mother when she would be in pain and she was hurting because the cancer was was kicking her butt, but, I mean, those are just some of the things. And also, besides serve her, obey her. When we talk mm-hmm. about obey, we have a lot of individuals that are very disrespectful when it comes to their parents, very disrespectful, taking Absolutely. advantage of their That's not cool. That is so not cool. So one of the ways to honor your parents or your mother is to not be disrespectful towards your mother. So obey her and obey her home. And it talks about mm-hmm. advanced legacy, meaning we know that nobody's perfect. So sometimes we like to dishonor our parents or our mothers by talking about the bad things that they've done. They may not have been the mother that you wanted them to be, but they're the mother mm-hmm. you had. And you ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> you like, my son used to say, you can't pick and choose your parents. Or your family. No, you can't. And every day when I get up, Sean, and I look in the mirror, I'll be like, ooh, I look like this woman. Lord, sometimes yeah, I'll be like, ooh, I act like this woman. What'd you say I do? Well, I think we all going through that. I scare the neighbors sometimes. I really do. Yeah, they, they neighbors look um, at me and be like, ooh. 
Oh no, when I get with my temper, you know, I you know I, you know I never really had a bad temper, Jeanette, but you know I do have my temper. And I guess I'm getting older and it's showing a lot more. And a lot of people was like, Woo Okay, we send the suit coming out of you. I said, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I say, Well, yeah. hey, it is what it is. <laughs> It, it yeah, is what it yeah. is. But you know what? This is the thing. We got to question ourselves. We got to question ourselves where this stuff is coming from. I know where mine is coming out. I know where it's coming out, and I got to check myself. Now, when we start talking about honoring our mother, and I'm looking at how do we honor our mothers, um, help plan family home evenings, cheer up with siblings, um, in regard to um, – uh, ask parents about their childhood, teenage years, do some chores with them, give your parents and see your compliments. Those are just a few things that you can do in regards to honoring your parents. And like I said, and if you miss Mother's Day and if you didn't get a chance to because you have to work or whatever the case may be, pick up the phone. Sometimes all parents want you to do phone. And sometimes, you know, because a horrific title of mother and motherhood, you know, it's one of those things that we try to live up to. Like I said, nobody is perfect, but we have to keep learning humility and unlearn our selfish pride so that we can stop trying to blame our parents for some of the things and just say, thank you for being you. Just thank mm-hmm. you. Now, if you want to call in on the show and you want to share what you did to honor your mother or some of the things that you've done or said, give me a call at 516-387-1914. Now, Sean, this kind of relates to us. And I'm looking at something, and it says, how to honor your parents or your mother after they pass. And it says, after your parent passes, always you can memorialize your time with them through creative efforts. And that's what a lot of people don't realize because we all grieve differently. We go through the denial, the anger, the bargaining, the acceptance, the guilt, and the hope. And that's why some individuals have a hard time with Mother's Day is because of what they're going. Precious predicaments, Precious was Jean's nickname. I just started the podcast. And whenever I'm doing uh-huh. topics, Reminds me of some of the things she either says, some of the things that she's done, and that's my way of basically um, giving back. Sometimes you can do it through um, books, songs, art, dinners, etc. You may also honor them with a funeral memorial service, a creative urn, jewelry made from ashes, and just something that you can do with, you know, that you can do to honor your mother. Some, like you say, you planted a tree. What was that like for you? Actually, you know, it made me feel good. You know, I, you, to be honest, you know, though, uh, last year and, the, of course, you know, the, the, what, the four months that the Mother's Day was four months after she passed, you know, those were sad, to be honest. Yesterday wasn't sad. You know, it was really a lot yeah. of fun. Um, we, I, I literally went out to uh, downtown where I purchased her plants for her um, service, her general service, because, you know, she didn't like flowers. Mm-hmm. She, so we did plant. Yeah, so I went, like, went and got a, a plant, and we all got down there. Well, Hilda did most of the digging, you know. But, you know, I put the plant. It just, it, I don't know. It, it 
felt good, I should say. It wasn't sad. We wasn't out there. So nobody was sad or anything. You know, it, it wasn't because it was Mother's Day without her. It, it, it actually felt good. It was the first year, maybe, I mean, the first year since then that it, it really wasn't a bad day. It was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. it, you know, I think it was something to have more permanent at her graveside. Not that mm-hmm. it would probably make a difference, but it, it did to me. And I um, mm-hmm. and I literally said it while we was out there. I was like, well, we were planting it. I said, now I'm, talking, you know, talking to her. I'm talking about my mom now. I'm like, now mm-hmm. you have something you can take care of from here. I was like, you know, you always love to be in the yard because you remember. She always was. She was always in the yard. That was her thing. Mm-hmm. Five in the morning. So I just thought that was mm-hmm. something that was more her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it was. That, well, well, that's this what is, this is the thing, and I see my auntie is on here, Samantha. Hey, Samantha. So. When we talk about these things, and those of us that have lost our parents, because like I said, those whose parents are still alive, love on them, appreciate them. I got a friend, her mother just passed this year, I think in March, and I know Mother's Day was probably hard for her. I didn't get a chance to reach out to her. I normally do reach out to some of my friends that I grew up with who lost their parents because I've been through it, and like I said, it's been 15 years for me, so I can relate to some of the feelings and the emotions that they may be going through, and this too shall pass. And I'm looking at something, and it says, why celebrate even when it hurts? Even if you feel you you, you, you got this void, even if you feel like I remember when my grandmother passed, my mother didn't like celebrate Mother's Day because my mother was angry. She was so angry and ugly spirited. Because she would be like, well, why? I don't have no mother. And CC mama's still alive and so-and-so mama's still alive and they sucking up earth and da-da-da-da-da in air. And I was like, how can you be like that? You know, but you know your I mother like that, the, that last year. I hate to admit it, but I did. I, it's not like I didn't celebrate, don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying that's really how I felt last year. I mother's day. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have a mother. That's exactly, I literally said that. And uh, I can't remember who I was talking to, but that's exactly the way I felt last year. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mother did that for years. So when me or Boogie or Angel would show up, and we did it, she didn't want up because she wanted to be in her, her mess because she was angry. She was angry. And, you know, even though mothers have the most difficult jobs in existence, they give us light, they nurture us, they teach us what it is to be the person and how to become an adult. Losing a mother can be devastating. So I know it was hard for her, but they are, my mother and my grandmother had a weird relationship anyway. But in our grief, we may feel impossible to see anything beyond our pain and our hurt uh-huh. of losing them. But it could take a moment or it could take months, it could take even years to feel like we're back on stable ground even after the passing of our mother. I don't even know. I don't think my mother ever got over losing her parents. I really don't think she oh, did. identify with that. I, I okay. can. I, what do you I mean by you can identify with that? I, I know how hard it was for me. And I'm not saying I'm passing because you know as well as I do that I'm not. But I'm just not in that mad um, place anymore. 
you know, because mm-hmm. I was mad. I said, I think I told you so many times. Oh, I'm mad at God because mm-hmm. I can do like that. And, uh, you know, that's not really the way I feel, felt. I was just, that was just grief talking. But I identified mm-hmm. with how she felt. Even though um, I'm probably past that, I understand the fact that she wasn't. Mm-hmm. I can understand. Because it's, it's not an easy thing to do. To endure the losing a mother mm-hmm. thing I've ever done, and with me being ill as ill as I am, you would think, oh, that should be a, a cakewalk, but it's nowhere near it. Mm-hmm. Your mother is like literally the, the highest praise before you, you know, until God. Mm-hmm. That's just the way I. That's 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 mm-hmm. the way I feel about. I and she got on my last nerve. But God knows, I, I always thought she was going to be here to get on my nerves. So I just think Girl, everybody should know that. Well, it, it, it would be some knockout, some knockout blows from time to time between me and my mother. Hey, Giselle, I want to know, you didn't come back last night, so you missed a great dinner. So I see you on uh-huh. there, and I want to know, what did you do for Mother's Day, Giselle? I know you said you were going to go to church. Because, like I said, we honored mothers to be mothers, stepmothers. And, you know, and I want to talk about stepmothers because that's a really interesting role, too. Because you may have individuals out there who may not have biological children, and they may be helping to parent in a role to where they may be a stepmother or they can be a stepmother because they already have children. In addition to being a stepmother, you know, a blended family, bonus mom, sometimes they don't get the credit due until it's too late. And even adoptive mothers to where you got kids that are parents that are providing foster care and playing in and stepping in that role, and sometimes things get projected onto them. I asked the question yesterday, and the question was, if you could describe your mother in one word, what word would that be? Jerome's word was wonderful. I'm trying to remember what Reggie's word was. See, Reggie had a very positive word, too. Keisha's word was hard-headed. <laughs> Wait a minute. Keisha's word was hard-headed. I said, if you could describe your mother in one word, what was my baby said hard headed, but my daughter's been calling me hard headed practically all her life. Or she's like, "Mom, why are you always trying to break the rules?" So I asked Ryder, Ryder, if you could describe your mother in one word, what would that word be? Ryder had to think about it. Ryder couldn't come up with words. So you know, I think I'm smarter than the average bear, right? So I asked Ryder, Ryder. If you could describe your granny in one word, what would it be? This motherfucker said, it started with an H and got an O. I said, you trying to call me a hoe? <laughs> Wait. Now, what was he trying to say? Because that wasn't it. I don't know, but I think he's be trying to call me no hoe. I said, you trying to call me a hoe? <laughs> <laughs> he started with an H and an O. What, what you trying to say about me? Girl, oh, I right gotta there. ask that question to my kids. Never gave me a word for teacher, but mine got an H and an O in it. Okay, so I will not.
not be asked as writer to describe me no more. No, once uh-uh. I write a No, right that's the one asked that question. Girl, I didn't ask somebody no more questions. I'm going to leave writer alone. Writer called me one day and said, Granny. I said, what? My granny is a gangster. I said, wait, writer, your granny ain't no gangster. So I'm not going to ask writer to describe me no more. I'm done with writer with that. Okay, number ending in um, 6411, honoring our mothers. What would you like to add to the show? Hey, it's, it's me. It's Janelle. Hi. Hello. What did you do yesterday? Um, so after church, it was beautiful. I, I was a little sad. I had a good cry in the morning, which is always good. You know, I lost my mother uh, going 12 years now. But, you know, it doesn't get any easier. Um, so yesterday I had called my sister and my niece. They were supposed to meet me at church, and uh, they ended up not getting up. So I was a little disappointed. I don't really take things well, disappointment that well, or, you know, um, people switching up plans on me. And uh, so I was a little down because my sister actually is, I see her as a role as a mother figure in my life. She raised, she helped in raising me. And since my mother has been gone, um, I've kind of sought that out from my sister. And she's done the best she can, um, not that she could fill that role, but, um, you know, I think I put a little bit uh, too much expectations on her, but I'm learning to um, learn that she's not obligated to be a mother to me and kind of just take where where that love comes from or direction and guidance may come from. So I seek out mother um, mothering or guidance, especially because even though I'm 36 and you would think I would know it all, have it all together, I don't. There's still a lot, some guidance that I that I lack, that I didn't receive, that I, I'm still um, uh, needing to receive. And so today I just seek that out from other women. I have a lot of other women's support, including yourself, Miss Jeanette, that I tend to look up to and um seek out advice, and you've spent some time with me, you know there's some work to still do in me. Um, after that, after church, I did, and I was trying to get back over to your house, but um, we ended up going to a girlfriend who just recently got married and supporting and celebrating her, and um, just kind of basking in the love that God has for me, and, you know, me and my girlfriend, and just kind of just, um, just relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, in the day, you know, um, that's the thing is we gotta learn how to slow down and smell the coffee. We gotta learn how to go. unwind. We gotta learn how to engage in self care. We gotta learn how to start putting ourselves first and treating and taking care of ourselves. Because I'm gonna tell you, being a mother is not easy, and some mothers mm-hmm. will wear them out. They will wear themselves out and wear themselves down and worry themselves to death. I never wanted to be that type of mother. I never wanted to be a mother that was sitting there just rocking and, and crying and praying. No, I'm going to take care of myself by any means necessary. You know, you have to because sometimes we put all of our hopes into our children only to be disappointed. And even if we are disappointed in our children, we don't have to stay disappointed in our children because we have to accept them for who they are. Know what you're dealing with. 
Richie ain't against mm-hmm. Kimber. But Richie's little butt has the nerve to be sitting up there fussing about how much money he spent on food. I'm like, really? Really? Right. But the thing is, we have to stop that. We have to stop that. We really do. Mm-hmm. So even if you are an adult child and your parent is still alive, mend that relationship. If you are a parent and you holding on to something that your adult child may have done, try to mend that relationship or mend your heart. Even if you don't want that person around you or whatever the case may be because they say it's supposed to be unconditional, don't take it to your grave. Don't carry Mm -hmm. that guilt. Carry that resentment because it's not Mm -hmm. going to eat you up and then going to the grave and you crying and you this and you that and my mama this, my mama that, and you, you ain't even been there to visit your mama. You didn't even know your mama was sick. You know? That's definitely something I had to learn. Um, that's one of my biggest regrets. And since I have amended, I have made an amends with my mother, but um, like you said, slow down and uh, smell the rose, slow down and spend that time, my mom, before her passing, uh, knew, I believe she knew her, you know, she was nearing, didn't have that much time, and she would always warn me. And um, she would beg me. The last few times she begged to spend time with me. And I'm so busy running around. I'm 20, you know, 20 years old. I'm too busy re- living my life. I said, Mama, you lived your life. Let me live mine. And I'm running around caring about going out and this man and that, you know, and going out and, you know, I cried so bad, I, and I hurt for that, that I did not spend the time that she wanted with me. She she said, you know, I'm jealous. I want to spend time with you, too. I'm not always going to be here. And um, today I make amends to my mom for that um, by making sure that I spend the time with my sisters who are now in their mid-50s and and um, and being present with my family, you know, First, today, today I, mm-hmm. I have slowed down to uh, smell the flowers in my family, be there, be present, be someone that my nieces and the younger kids could call upon, that I spend that time with them, even if it's on the phone and on the video camera phone, that, I, um, that I'm there for them. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do. That's all you can do because people will disappoint you. That's interesting because... I didn't even hear from my sister's own mother saying, I don't worry about that, though. You know, they whatever they want to project, whatever they want to, I ain't got, oh, whatever. You know, and it's, it's just sad, but you people get to the point where they start doing their own thing, and they have to make decisions that they can live with, uh-huh. you know, and you do want to try to make sure that you keep that monotony going, but I understand that they miss their mother, too. But I also understand that their relationship was different than the relationship that I had. And I understand my mama was messy. I understand that, too. And I try not to be like that with my children and be messy. Because when you want to see a fight, go to a funeral. You will see a fight. <laughs> oh, amen. I it's agree totally. It's going to be a mess. So what are some of the other things that, um, you know, like all three of us on here have 
um, you know, our parents are no longer amongst the living. So, again, if you're out there and you want to call in because you want to share something in regard to honoring your mother of what you did, give us a call at 516-387-1914 because I want to know what did you do? How did you spend the day? What did you, you know, did you, did Crystal and them go? Because I saw Sean and Crystal and Landon was doing something on Mother's Day. And, you know, I so we was to all, We was yeah. all in different places. So mm-hmm. then we was out, you know, about in that, for the IE area. And uh, we was out here. But, yeah, Sean went. Sean, Sean B. But, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, we were in separate places. And um, I, I say because um, I think, I, I I don't think we back to the um the the Mother's Day that we used to do. The, I I don't know if you remember the Mother's <laughs> Days we used to do. It was all of the women in my family, especially uh, and some of the close friends. But we were together every Mother's Day. That's changed since my mother passed, and I think it's mm-hmm. changed because um I don't think nobody is that comfortable around me without my mother, you know, not saying that my mother was there each time because, you know, she had moved second oh, for 15 years. But I think it's uncomfortable because although they have those same um, uh, feelings that I have, it's harder because they know that's my mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, so I think we are processing differently. That's all we can do is process things differently and not take things personal. And sometimes it could be going into the house could bring up memories. You know, it, it brings uh-huh. up a lot of different memories, though, too, and how you process those memories. And sometimes uh-huh. we project things, we take things personal, and it don't have to be. So with maturity and understanding what role you play plays a part, you know. I, I mean, I hear what you're saying by thinking that about you or because of you, and it may not be. It may not be. People got to make peace within themselves. You got to find that peace. Uh-huh. And that makes a, a big difference. So don't take it or make it personal. And sometimes people have their own families, and they start branching out doing things, you know, because I don't think Boogie really celebrated pretty much or nothing. I don't know what Angel did. I didn't even hear from – I think Alicia did tell me Happy Mother's Day. I'm not sure. I think she did because I, I responded back to her Happy Mother's Day or something. So we do our own thing. We do our own thing. But uh-huh. then there comes a time where you could just pick up the phone. Because, like I said, I was getting text messages from people, from individuals, phone calls from individuals, and I appreciated that, you know, because uh-huh. that lets me know that they just they care. And how we celebrate it, we celebrate it. If one didn't celebrate, they didn't celebrate. You do what you wanted to do in honor of your mother and in honor of yourself. If you wanted to rest, rest. All I did mm-hmm. yesterday was pretty much ate and watched um, TV. That's what I did. Ate and watched TV mm-hmm. and enjoyed my day binge watching TV. Yeah, but you know the part so, that I do have to. It is a bit uncomfortable, so it's not. I don't think it's the way they feel a lot too, but it's the way I feel. I do miss her more when we all together as as I'm saying my personal family. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that is, but maybe because technically she was the head of our family. 
So it is more mm-hmm. uncomfortable for me. It is. I, 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 and not like that. I don't want to be around my family because that's definitely not what it is. But I miss her more when I am around them. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't, All right. I don't know. It, because it brings, really again, it, brings, it can bring up old memories. It can bring up stuff that, you know, happened in the past. It brings up, right. you know, didn't certain different conversations, certain different talks, certain different, you know, and, and that, that it is what it is when it comes to stuff like that. It, it really right. is. So other than that, what, you, what does Zach do for you? Zach, what, what does Zach do for you, you know? Made something at school, of course. <laughs> it brought it off to me. <laughs> Happy as a lark on Friday. <laughs> I made this for you, mm-hmm. Happy for Mother's Day. I said, thank you, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he that, no, you probably was, missed that old stuff. The hands. Yeah, and, and the, I, the, I, the, I, the I just sitting right here, up here, just sitting up here just as nice with the pictures and all that, you know. And then I was like, wow. He was so happy about it. Uh, he, he was uh-huh. a little unhappy because Bliss was doing his hair yesterday morning while um, uh-huh. and I was doing it. And he was like, Nami, I wanted to make you a candle for Mother's Day. I said, okay, well, you're going to do it for my birthday because my birthday is in two weeks. He said, oh, okay. He's, he's, uh, he's, mm-hmm. he's funny. It's funny to do, to be a, a mother of a, what do you call it? A, a, huh? Is that an intermediate or is the child that goes? Oh, at the eleven year old Lord. It's doing all over again. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. it's funny. Not to it's, it's a boy because I only raised girls. Mhm. So it's you different. know, and it's it's interesting. I just found a paper and Tisha wrote this paper in college. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm it's about gender roles. And I, I found it one day. We were cleaning up something at the house in Compton, and it brought tears to my eyes. And this is what she wrote. And try to go kill me for reading this, but she said, Oh, I've got two minutes left to read this paper. Because when I read it, it brought tears to my eyes when I read it. She said, I grew up with a single mother of two kids, so I had first-hand role overload. This could be a disadvantage of both dual roles and anonymous trap. Role overload is often called a second shift and occurs mostly in women. We began to see this in widow women. They have to go out and provide for their families when their husband dies and also take care of the home because the role is society. Now this trend is high in numbers among single mothers. Now, teacher is a single mother and didn't even ask to be a single mother. She said it is called oh, yeah. second shift. After they have left their shift at work, they go home and take care of motherly duties that society forces mm-hmm. Cook dinner, wash dishes, clean clothes, check, and make sure everyone did their homework, get the kids put to, get to bed on time, and make everyone's lunch for the next day. Since there was an increase in the amount of women working in the 20th century, we began to see a dawn of latchkey kids. These children would be home at without adult supervision between the hours of 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. to 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. She said, mm-hmm. I guess if my family was missing the night twenty, they would have been locked down upon my single mom and told her that she didn't know her role or place. <laughs> 
was a bad mother because she worked several jobs to take care of my brother and I. She also went back to school at night and left us with other family members. When she thought we were mature enough, she let us stay home alone. I remember the time when my mom told us we didn't have to go to the babysitter's house anymore. I was so happy. I must have been in the first mm-hmm. grade and my brother was in the third grade. My mom felt that we were mature enough to take care of ourselves. So she would call us at a time when when we would have, should have been home to make sure we got home safely. My brother was in charge of the key because although I was more responsible, she didn't want to take the risk. She said, I have a grandmother that is dying of bone cancer, and I now find myself spending time with her. In this time, I have learned a lot of things about her childhood, how she was raised, how she got where she is now. I always loved my granny, but for some reason, we did not always get along too well. She told me that she sees a lot of herself in me, and it scares her because she does not want me to go through the troubles and pain she did. My granny was born around 1947, and things were completely different in those days. Now she tells Mm -hmm. me about the things she went through. And see, you know what, Sean? That's one of the things that we do as a mother. We give our kids information. You know, she, she talks about how my granny always had dreams and didn't want to live like they were suppressed by someone else's rules of what she should go through. When I was, it says, when my granny was about 17 years of age, which, which was actually 16, she moved out and got married. But mothers became mothers for a lot of different reasons. And I wish I could finish reading what Tisha wrote because here it is right here. She said, my mother, on the other hand, was very stubborn. And it was her way or she didn't want to do it. She always knew what she wanted to be more because she moved out of Compton. My mother was born in 1966, and everyone said they were glad she was born during the enforcement of the civil rights law because she would have been home for our kids. <laughs> My mother was always looking to better herself. She was always a straight A student and would do everything she could to get the best to get into the best school. She would always point out if something was not fair and try to make the best make it right. My mother got pregnant at the age of eighteen and got married at the age of twenty. I mean, she just went on it's just like but, you know, Sean, I'm reading this paper because it was a paper she wrote in college, and when I first mm-hmm. read it, it brought tears to my eyes because these, this was things that I didn't even know my daughter even knew about me mm-hmm. or my mother. And the sad part about this paper is it's a reflection of her life now. We don't realize right. History repeats itself. We don't realize how you don't know what it's like until you've been in somebody else's shoes. Uh-huh. My daughter wrote that paper. Oh my God! I don't even know. Probably ten. Had to be. Ooh. My, wait a minute. My, if I wasn't been deceased for fifteen years, so that paper got to be about twenty years old. Yeah, so, that's that's right. That time. She recreated her life through that right. paper of even talking about me as well as talking about my mother, and now the reflection of herself. Wow. My mother used to say this. She used to say, keep living. Keep living. Yeah. 
Child, what, did, what is it that you want to let the people out here know as we end the show when we talk about honoring our mothers? I think, well, be it that's mine is gone. I think um, honoring honoring your mother will truly come back full circle to fulfill your heart in the end. Mm-hmm. That's just mm-hmm. I, I, that's, that's my model woman. If you honor her in the best right. way possible, that in whichever way that she is deserving of, it'll come back full circle to be, you know. Fulfilling in your heart, like you know, what is the way um, that I will you? I know that for me, I know honoring my mother the most. That the best that she wants for me is to just to live in the will of God, uh, meet my full potential in the Lord, and just have a relationship. My mom, I know that I placed a lot of expectations on myself, um, you know, and, and almost uh, to a fault of a. Uh, trying to be perfect but I believe that in spirit my mom just wants me to know the Lord have a relationship and love myself um, and to love myself and uh, I think that would be honoring my mom um, leaving behind the legacy of uh, of um, loving the Lord and loving God and, and, and teaching the next generation um, in my family, my nieces, my nephews, if I, if I ever do have a child or the children that I that are connected to me, that I leave them the same way that my mother left me, in the hands of God, knowing the truth, and uh, knowing the truth about who I am, who who I am, in the Lord. And I think that would be honoring my mom. You got to remember, I'm someone who lived, and my mom saw at the beginning a life of destruction where I did not have any self-love, where I did not have, did not understand the purpose of my life. Um, my mom, I think you guys just talked about that, that my mom had me 18 years. Her tubes were tied, and they became untied, unknowing to her, and she became pregnant with twins. My eldest, my eldest siblings are 18, 20 years apart from me. Um, so, yeah. Uh, me coming into the world, it was unexpected for her. But um, again, I placed a lot of expectations on myself that weren't even my a poly of my mom. I know that today, um, all she wants me to do is to honor myself, and in the same way, I would be honoring her. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicament Dog Talk Radio. Tuesdays is when we, you know, we do the shelf on the floor because of the couch where we were given biblical teachings as well as talking to Jeanette Avenue and license. And I want to talk about temptation. There's a lot of things that are tempting individuals to do good. Some people are tempting people to do bad. I want to talk about how temptation works. How do you resist and deny? How do you stay out of trouble? Stay in God's will. Let's talk about that. Okay. So tomorrow we're going to be talking about temptation at 6 p.m. Pacific at Precious Ridiculous Dog Talk Radio. To join in on the conversation, give me a call at 516-387-1914. And until tomorrow, remember, you got this. Bye-bye. All right. See you later. Bye. I enjoyed the next.